This is Jeffrey Schiltz with a stripper banana peel. Check it. This is Jimmy Sam of Another Truth Podcast. Hope you're all doing fine. I'm doing great. Just kicking in a quick little intro here before we get into it with Brian Blue. And we're going to see what's going on in the Blueverse and anything else that's going on. Oh, Sunday, June 4th, 9.06 a.m. It's been a wild ride, y'all. Had a good time uh, talking to uh, Psychic Christy Boyd last week. That was a real fun one. I got to have my wife on. We got to talk some smack. And y'all seem to dig it because it's getting listened to a lot. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I'm always trying to find new and exciting and different people to talk to and see what they have going on. And I have a real good time doing it. And I hope you guys do too. We're going to talk some smack today here with, as I said, Brian Blue. See what's going on in the world of music and God knows what else. We probably won't talk about Metallica, but I can't promise anything just to piss some people off. And, um, I don't know. Let's see what else is going on. Oh, I know Dolly Parton has this, uh, freaking metal song out. Well, it's rock and roll. I can't remember what it's called, but she does say ass in it. Um, and that kind of stuff. (laughs) What a horrible intro. Anyway, here's, uh, the mighty Brian Blue. We'll talk to y'all in a minute. But first, let me hit you with that intro. Let's get Mr. Brian Blue on the line and see what's a crack a lacking. Is that what the kids say? <laughs> and we're back. I'm here with uh, Brian Blue. Brian, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Good, my man. I said I was just getting my stuff together. Did you totally forget about this? You were two minutes late. I don't know what happened. Well, it, it, it's it's funny you say that. I was outside. I did. I uh, <laughs> on a car. I'm. It's currently kicking my ass right now. <laughs> what, what's what's kicking your ass? This car I'm working on. It's it's a good thing that uh, we're doing this. I had to walk away for a second for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> give give it a moment, relax. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad this isn't a video podcast because definitely not looking too uh, <laughs> sporty right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what I know you had a show last night. What happened? I heard you guys blew up the town or something. What, what, what happened? Where were, where were you supposed to be? We were supposed to be at the elevator in Sheridan, and uh, they called us like a uh, quarter to five. We were going to be there at five and uh, start setting up and stuff. And uh, 
they called in a frenzy, you know, I'm like blowing up on messenger and they didn't have my number. Couldn't find it. And they're like, please call right away. I'm like, Oh shit, this doesn't sound good. <laughs> so <laughs> called like, Hey, we're, we're, we don't have power right now. Uh, um, they're going to know in the next 15 minutes, how long it's going to take. So maybe just hang back. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I appreciate you calling, you know, but we had people coming from further. You know what I mean? I'm, I was only five minutes from that one. So they were already down near here. Oh no. And, um, but either way, he calls back 15 minutes later. And he's like, yeah, it's a transformer. It's going to be minimum three hours. And that's if I get this and that, blah, blah, blah. So we should probably just call it. I'm like, I get it, man. I don't want to go down there and set everything up waiting for the, the switch to flip. And uh, <laughs> it never happened and have to tear it all back down. So oh, it was no. fine. Yeah, just, you know, we had a bunch of people, you know, coming. You know what I mean? So we had to kind of put it out real quick and start you know, calling people off, you know, I'm showing up for nothing. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're being, it wasn't their fault. You know I mean? And obviously, it was, and it was honestly, it was them Calico and the one building East of Calico were the only buildings in town affected by it. So, Oh, it of was, course. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, like you say, it, it's a bummer. We were ready. It was, I was honestly dreading a little in the morning. Cause it was so damn hot yesterday. And, uh, oh, yeah. It's it's a little worse there because they they've got a nice stage set up. It's a semi trailer, high and uh, high and outside. They, yeah, high and outside. And <laughs> problem is, it used to be your backs would be to the sun setting, so you'd just be burning you up from behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so now they've got a, a tarp hung over, which is cool, but uh, it's uh, there's no wind that way now. You know what I mean? So you just got to put fans in front of you. Oh my. That sounds horrible. Take the summer off, Blue. Right, I sure should. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. It, it, the crowd's more mellow in the summer. I, guess, I think I was talking to Jason or something like that, and they're saying it's a little more mellow in the summertime. It is. Yeah. You know, yeah, and Jason Davis kind of told that to me. He's like, they don't, you know, people just don't want to sit inside a bar, and I, I get it. You know what I mean? So this was ideal because people do like to sit outside. We had a great show at Lee's Place the week before. Weather was superb. The, I mean, there's a beautiful breeze off the lake. It, it was just perfect, you know. Nice. And uh, there was a ton of people there. And, and it's because they want to be outside enjoying that weather. And so really, yeah, I, I, I'm learning as I go for booking for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I, what I do know for sure, no more four-hour shows. I'm over that. <laughs> I mean, oh, good for you. Yes. Yeah, enough people that will pay us to play three and at bars that we like. It just I think four hours is just a blatant smack in the face of like, listen, we're going to milk you for all you got. I mean, That's I don't buy much. you, but it is. At four hours, fucking 50 songs. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, nobody should be expected to do that. You know what I mean? And then if they start getting goofy with you about the breaks, it's just... You know, yeah. and it, I mean, like I say, some bars don't, but some are sticklers, man. We, uh, I will, I'll put this one nameless, but <laughs> <laughs> last year we had a real issue at one where we set up and they didn't really give us any, you know, they, for, we started to set up in one area where we'd always played at there before they switched us to another and I'm like, oh shit, well, we didn't get too far in, no big deal, but it put us a little behind. Okay. So then we get set up in the other area where they want us and it was, uh, it was fine. We were right on time. Oh, you know what? Can we move the mixing board over here? Because I don't want the cables going right here where people might be walking. I'm like, are you serious? So oh, then we had no. to tear it all back down. We got five minutes late start. 
And by the end of the night, it was a shitty time. It was like eight to midnight, you know, yeah. and just, you know, nobody was there really by the end. I don't say nobody, but it wasn't really, it was like, it was, it wasn't like it was at nine o'clock. Right, I mean? right. People weren't wanting to be out that late. And either way, we are, either the thing there was we had the songs. We, we kind of, the, the trick, you know, stopped like five minutes before. Hopefully they asked for an encore. There was like three people there by the end, you know, it's like they didn't even ask. So I was like, oh, I guess we're done, you know? Yep. The lady didn't want to pay us right because it was like, well, you started five minutes late and you ended five minutes early. It's a four hour show, you know? I'm like, you know what? We'll never fucking be back yep. and just pay me my money. Yep, you know? exactly. So it, it was just ridiculous. Oh, that's such but, a hard gig, man. That's like, you're, you know, you're going to go pay and see, I don't know, let's just mention a random band like Metallica. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. They're gonna play for an hour and a half, two hours tops. Exactly. You know, and it's like you know, obviously, it's not you know, we're not Metallica, but it's at the same time you're getting live entertainment for four hours. Like, yeah, don't fuck with me at all. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, I don't know where that standard came in. Three used to be it. You know what I mean? And then a few people are like, oh yeah, but it's gonna be four hours. And that was just in the last couple of years. Then oh. people started trying to follow suit. I'm like, nah. You know what I mean? At first we took them. Now we don't need to. So no, yeah, <laughs> people, yeah, that they that can all suck. It's like, come on, man, three hours. It's like that. That is plenty. If you can't figure out your bar for the rest of the time, you know, I can get you. Yeah. Enough, you know, what if I get you twenty, thirty people in there just off my band's cred? And you, you can't figure the shit out. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, come on, man. absolutely. I'll give you the I high mean, time. You know, from eight to you know. 8 to 11 is more than enough, you know? Yeah. It's like, you, then you got the last few hours to fuck off, which everyone's usually hammered by then. So, like, <laughs> you know, you can leave when there's actually people there still. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I don't dig that at all. I don't, that part I don't miss. No, the business end of it's really a bummer. I mean, and it's, you know, and then like this time it was, you know, this was not the bar's fault. Everybody's always telling people the story like, oh, did you have a contract? Well, you should have got that. Listen, man, it wasn't their fault. I'm not going to stick somebody with, you know, I mean, if they canceled on us for no reason, it's a reason to be salty, but they don't have a fucking power. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I mean? a different there's, story. Yeah, Right, there's not a lot we can do there. I don't do the contracts. To me, it's like, listen, you you, you fooled me once, shame on me. I mean, it's not happening again. Right, know? exactly. Like, yeah, We're going to go out and do this on a handshake and, you know, until it doesn't work. And then, you know what? We'll tell people why it didn't, and that'll be good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunately it's got to be that way. And as you said, yeah, it's usually more good than bad. Yeah, I've never, no, it, I don't remember is. too much bullshit happening when, as far as getting paid and stuff like that. And right. I always said, you know, we had Joe, uh, rest in power, Joey. But you know, it's like he's too much of a big guy too. It's like they ain't gonna fuck with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, thank God for him. <laughs> yeah and it's just like with anything you know if you go at it with kindness you're going to get a lot more response than you know barking and all this you know i mean it just you come at them with a contract that's written to benefit you all the way it it, it, it kind of sets the tone right out of the gate then their expectation goes way up on, well you know what you made me sign this how about that 20 minute break you just took when they're supposed to be 15 you know i just nah. yeah let's just do what we do <laughs> Yeah, I remember having places like we had this uh, one joint. It was a friend's bar and it was uh, way out of town. I forgot where, somewhere by Ottawa, past Ottawa. It's not there anymore, but they were just really cool owners, you know? Mm -hmm. But they just could not get anybody at the bar. And we played in, you know, it was a hall. 
we played her like three times and they all, you know, as all, every time we're just like, you know, after the first time, like, well, whatever, we're going to go there. We're just going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to play and come home. We know it's not going to be a huge turnout or nothing like that. Just the bar didn't mm-hmm. draw anything even by itself. Yeah. It's nobody's fault. Just whatever. Maybe it's a bad location. I can't remember. But right. yeah, after the third time, I'm just like, all right, man. Cause you know, the third time and we play our whole set three and a half hours, something like that. Three hours, same shit. I was like, yeah. all right, no, and and the, you know, owners every time they were there for the begin first song to the end, paid us no problem. We felt bad, like man, you don't really have to pay us, you know. We like you and you're cool. It's okay, mm-hmm. you know. It's like we're, we, you know, we're, they were trying to get the bar going, so it was like, you know, we kind of knew it might go, might not, whatever, you know. You know how fucking bars go; they're in and out oh, all yeah. the time. So I was like, you know, whatever. It was like it just got awkward. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. Like we'd love to come back, but you know, maybe get something going. Cause you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of obviously loading in, loading out and then playing, you know, it's a lot of energy and to get there and get your shit done and come back. And then to not, you mean, I'm sure you've done it before to not have a crowd is like, yeah. Oh man, this is a fucking job today. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and I, I'll be honest. I just had that a couple shows ago where it was just like, Oh, man, yeah. this crowd is kind of a turd. We yep. couldn't, I mean, they were there, you know what I mean? But it was, we couldn't get anybody on the dance floor. It was just, it It was a place that shifted owners and shifted clientele, it seems. And, you know, they had a much younger crowd that, it was odd that they, they were into the music. They were, you know, kind of tapping their feet and kind of, you know, applauding every time after the thing. But it was just kind of a weird, there was a lot of stuff going on that night, I think is what it was. And everybody was just so spread around. And them are the other struggles. You just never know when you're, when you're doing this, you're booking these things of sometimes a year in advance. You know right. what I mean? It just, you know, you don't know what's happening that weekend. And used to be for me that <laughs> whiskey romance was always the crowd killer. If they're playing in town, you're just like, Oh, fuck it. You know, <laughs> there's not going to be anybody here. They're all going there. And it isn't so bad anymore. But, uh, they, yeah, that was a rough one. But again, you could never, well, they play all the damn time. So you really, you can't hardly avoid it. You know what I mean? But are they still uh, out there? They are. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Do you remember uh, growing up? It was, uh, what was the big bands when we were kids? Like not kids, but early, you know, early in our bar careers and stuff like that. I know it was, uh, Kemple's band. I can't yeah. Remember. It was high infidelity. High infidelity. Sure. God, I loved them back in the day, man. Yeah. They always yeah, made me still- feel like I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're they're still every bit as talented. Oh, as, they're still uh, going. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They get a lot of the festivals around here, and uh, um, I usually see them once a year. They they tend to get the Yorkville hometown days. I think they call it now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they, they they draw like crazy. Oh, that's and great. they got these amazing lights. I always want to ask them. They're these freaking moving head spots that. I'm not lying to you, Jim. They go for miles. I mean, you can see the <laughs> shit in the clouds in the sky. I Holy mean, it's shit. Just, it is crazy. Like, you can see them things coming into town. It's like one of them big spotlights that they do for events, you know, but yeah. they got like six of them on stage that are just shooting out into outer space. It's like, oh, man. It, and it, I mean, it's cool because, like I say, it, they literally will hit the clouds. I mean, it's That's like, you can, yeah, I mean, you can look up in the sky and you can see the stuff moving around. I'm just like, what? In the fuck? I mean, regular moving heads are like a thousands, thousands sometimes a piece. These things, I don't know. Made out of fucking plutonium or something. I don't know, but they're they're, they're amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah, that's a well. I guess they've been uh, doing it for long enough, man. I mean, if they're treating it like a business, which they must be. I mean, obviously they're putting it back into the show because that's some real money going out. 
Yeah, oh yeah. They can afford a couple lights by now, I'm guessing, if they've been doing it since you and I were young. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit, that's fun. Yeah, I, that's definitely one I remember from back in the day. I don't know if I got any more that were like that huge. You know, uh, that Snapshot was another one. Snapshot, good call, good call. That was a good one. Uh, I remember seeing that Seventh Heaven is a big one, but I don't know that they were around that far back. Um, but they, they're definitely in that caliber and um, do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I remember as far as metal-wise, there was Blacklist. I think you knew uh, sure. Jimmy Angel, right? Yeah. Yeah, excellent. I, I know he's still playing. I think he's playing for the Lord right now, but, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. But, yeah, I remember them. They kind of uh, helped us a little bit right there in the beginning. I think they were kind of on their, I don't know, second uh, rebirth or whatever. <laughs> they were coming back mm-hmm. up and trying to do something again, and I kind of fizzled. But uh, they had something really cool for a while. That was a fun one to watch. They were, they were into the show and, you know, really talented players, obviously Jimmy Angel. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a good yeah. band. Our song good. guy, Bob Lumen, he's the other guitar player. Oh, and really? Yeah, yeah, that's who we use for sound all the time is Bob. He's he's amazing sound guy and uh, uh, amazing guitar player. He's currently playing bass for another band, and uh, they're a good band too. So Really? Yeah, he's, he's a cool cat. Oh, that's Yeah, fun. I'll tell you jimmy would be an amazing interview for you he's he's fun to talk to I and mean, he's got stories for days but i yeah, don't know i've tried to reach up. out i think only on messenger though and i never heard anything which happens a lot but some a lot of people i guess don't have facebook messenger or they might just be smartly running away from me that's all right <laughs> <laughs> yep i was talking to schultz the other day just texting back and forth and he's got some ideas for me some people i'm like dude it's like i just need more people you know it's like i don't care mm-hmm. what it is you know i have a blast i had a blast last week with the psychic it was fun to talk to her she's such a cool chick and i was like mm-hmm. i had a blast talking to her so i'm just like trying to you know open it up a little bit more and find other people but yeah jimmy angel be uh jimmy angel so you know more than welcome mm-hmm. yeah we're looking for you <laughs> yeah he, um, one of those great players man another one would be that rich walt that i told that he commented on her thing a couple times uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's, he plays for Fafo, and oh, okay. uh, that's Travis's band and yeah. uh, Warthog. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, and he's a guitar. I mean, he could talk about he can talk just like me. He can talk about gear and gigs, and you know, he's you know, he's into music just like you and I for sure. So that's cool. But, uh, is he around our age? Not to give it out. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Perfect. And that's he nice. enjoys the podcast. So I, mean, I don't know if you enjoy being on one. <laughs> I was going to ask him before I uh, threw his name out there, but it's too late now. Yeah. He's on the radar. <laughs> You're, we're coming for you, Rich. Yeah. We can, uh, yeah. Maybe uh, the next time we do one, we can uh, see if he wants to come on and come on with both of us. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Then we can, uh, have more Gang of a up conversation. on him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as we do to Jason. Gonna bust his balls. The first time I seen him play, he had a whole rack full of Ibanez's guitars, and now he has none. So I got oh. after him on that. Oh, there's yeah. <laughs> now you got beef. See, this is good. Yeah, it's gonna make hot pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was uh, you know Schultz always gives me shit for uh, when we talk and we're talking about bands uh, about playing the music. Mm-hmm. Well, I was listening to this podcast. I'm going to try and uh, make this happen also, along with Jimmy Angel and your buddy Rich. Uh, but there's a podcast called Middle-Aged Metalheads. And, but they, there's like four guys, like four friends, like all when we all get together. But they play the song in the background while they talk about it. So I'm like, all right, I had to friend them up. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, how are you guys not getting busted? He goes, as long as you're talking about the song, 
like and it's underneath you talking they can play the song and they have to because they play everything from the very uh litigious is that the right word metallica to uh <laughs> any anybody you know they'll uh they uh any band they'll they'll play underneath while they're talking because i was like man it's a great it's a fun little podcast because they all grew up you know about the same age obviously middle-aged metalheads yeah. just like us but they always had the song playing underneath so i'm gonna try and figure that out along with uh for when you know we're actually talking yeah. about something and i'll even do it on this one if we get to talking about anything in particular yeah you know just to have it in there i did it with uh but i didn't put it out the last podcast we all did when we were talking about shit i put it underneath and i re i re-recorded it just mm. to hear what it would sound like i'm like all right because i was like it's gonna be too distracting but it's not it's kind of kind of works too and that way people have an idea of what we're talking yeah. about you know nice i uh, and then did you say there's a time limit on i mean you can do 10 seconds or something like that of songs or no that that is a complete blatant lie okay <laughs> yeah i thought it was a thing forever too so i have some old podcasts that might get me uh i don't know what will happen i'll go to radio jail or something but it was like <laughs> i did it but i was like man nah, it's like come on man like who doesn't want to get their shit out there right now and i can listen to all your shit for free right now you know anybody's yeah. shit i can figure out a way to listen to it oh god and yes worst case scenario i'm, I'm not going to put it on there usually unless i like it you know there might be a couple that i don't dig and you know the song mm -hmm. might be in the wrong background but who cares man it's just like anything is you never know man it can <laughs> if i can right. get you two album sales then what's what's that gonna hurt you know right <laughs> yeah it's not anytime, the napster days I mean, anymore <laughs> it's all old school stuff at this point but anytime you want to talk about five star fool stuff like you know i got them uh, songs and all that shit so well, there you um, go. They'll be playing yeah. underneath us right now. What was one of your favorite tunes then? This is the perfect segue. What's that? Yeah, Out of the Grave would be probably one of my favorite songs. Out of the Grave. Out of the Grave. That's fantastic. Did you guys, do I, I must have a CD of your guys's. Uh, I, yeah, I was I'll looking send you something if you don't. And then there's, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of them. I'll put, I'll put together greatest hits and get it to you somehow here. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. If you don't mind, yeah, because I love playing shit on this thing. It's, it's, it makes for especially my solo podcast, or you know, obviously when we're doing this, but the solos it'll give me something to talk about, and I can be like, you know, have, you know, give give something back because i always talking about music it'd be like really nice if i had music on there <laughs> it's like sure. somewhere on the shit but yeah that'd be great i was looking through my old Josh cox on here we could uh he could talk about it too obviously he played bass for us for quite a while that some bitch josh has been ducking me forever i know it i don't know I why he's so afraid night. i should have pinned him down and said we gotta just we gotta cold call him sometime on one of these just to get him yeah. on there. Surprise. So, <laughs> good kid. I mean, that's one kid I've never had anything bad to say about. He's been awesome the whole time I've ever known him. He's been a great guy. You know? Yeah, no, he's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> and fun and funny. Oh, and speaking of fun and funny, Tina Turner died. Yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my hard edge uh <laughs> careening yeah. into the curb <laughs> there you go Holy that's a cow. segue the segue gone <laughs> gone mad but yeah it was like uh, my first memory of tina turner is probably young horny jim which is just like old <laughs> horny jim except more stamina but it was like that <laughs> that cover with the legs i think that might have brian it might have turned me 
into a leg man was that damn there album. you go <laughs> oh my god i was like yeah because it, it was been a thing for me forever we're getting deep oh. talking about gym fetishes not your pants there but you i'm go. going for legs but this <laughs> might be why we're friends <laughs> but my buddy uh ryan uh uh we call him rhino he was a big dude back in the day i don't want to give his last name out just in case he's uh i don't know what he's doing these days good old right? friend of mine though huge dude <laughs> but yeah his parents had a killer collection of uh albums back in the day and uh yeah i got stuck on that tina turner one i'm like what is that and why right? You're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. can i borrow this one <laughs> I'll bring it back tomorrow. You may not want it, but <laughs> yeah, man, That's that was, that was definitely it. But man, it was, uh, you know, of course you remember the, we don't need another hero, you know, Mad yeah. Max song and shit like that. I was just like, man, she was, but man, a powerful singer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. One now of my you favorites. got me thinking about that. One of my, uh, since you since you shared such a fun little story, I would say for me it would have been the Olivia Newton John cover. I was like, oh, she was just as a little kid. I was like, yeah, she was it for me as well. <laughs> oh man, Olivia! Yeah. What album was that? Uh, oh God, I don't know. It was like I remember the song that was the hit, like "Let's Get Physical" or whatever, you know. Oh my God! And uh, sorry, a little dead air there. I'm just looking. Yeah, up. Olivia Newton John. Keep keep vamping. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, there you go. And of course, I think every kid had poster of Daisy Duke on the wall. Oh, Olivia Newton John with the headband? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, this podcast is getting weird. It right. is, it is. Okay. <laughs> I, no, as soon as as soon as I typed it up, that came up like, oh yeah, now how can I not forget that? That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are who are the other crazy chicks back in the day? I remember obviously Pam oh. Anderson, that was probably later on. Yeah, oh gosh, there were so many. Um, you know, in that eighties era, just of all I mean the um Samantha been... Fox. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> I remember going to Crow's Nest and of course the European weirdo section. Where anything goes, Red Crow's Nest was an old store we all used to frequent. I forget people kind of just the tune in. Store what, the ever. best The best. And uh, they had the import section. And uh, this probably ruined me because I seen it way too young. But it was her bare chested on this vinyl. Oh. And I almost bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've seen anything like that back in the day, but I was like, what the hell? <laughs> doesn't like, fit into my normal mix of music. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have a record player, but I'm buying this. <laughs> oh, man. That's Samantha hilarious. Fox. And she was a she was a singer, too, right? Yeah, obviously. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was horrible stuff, but... Yeah, it was so funny. Lita Ford back in the day. Yeah, I was just going to say Lita Ford. Vixen, yeah. right? Vixen, yeah. Um, Poisoned. God, those girls were hot. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wonder if they regret that album cover looking back on it now. I mean, probably not because they're like, Fuck no, you, hell no. A ton of money, you know? Dude, that's the older I get, too. I'm like, you show me those old cornball pictures. I mean, I don't give a shit. I just want to see it, you know? Of anybody, too. I love the 80s and that kind of shit, man. It's just like, we were nuts. We were all nuts. I remember, Funny. I don't want to talk out of school, but I will, because it's Jim Carney, and I love him. And he he would probably tell this story as much as uh, anybody would. But uh, hmm. I remember him having a crush on Boy George. 
<laughs> he thought it was a girl. <laughs> oh, shit. He, I think his mom used to give him shit about it and everything. That's a man. No, it's not. It's just a weird name. <laughs> Hence the name. Follow the, you know what I mean? Recognize the signs. <laughs> Oh yeah, who'd, who'd have thought we'd be where we're at now these days? That's yeah. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. crazy uh, rock and roll chicks. Who else was there? There was a couple more that kind of, I'm sure they fell through the wayside. There definitely was. I'm trying to. Doro Pesh from Warlock. Dor- yeah, yeah, yeah. Warlock. That's what I was trying to fucking think of for sure. As soon as you said Doro Pesh, it came to me. Yeah, I was um, like that. That that's one of them for sure. Crazy hot chicks that probably. Didn't have any talent. I don't know. Britain, Britain <laughs> Google Fox. that right up and see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was such a weird time, man. It was just like, give me a pretty face, and we're gonna make a, we're gonna make an album, baby. You it know? was, and then just men that look like women. It was just like you say, crazy. This is all the, the long, long hair and the makeup. I mean, listen, long hair is one thing, but when you start going out wearing like eyeliner and blush and, yeah. <laughs> and makeup and type of stuff that I really don't know what it's called, but yeah, that was um, that's your sign. <laughs> I watch. I was watching a uh, documentary, so I think on uh, Twisted Sister of all bands. Speaking of you know dressing up and drag and stuff like that, I think they got yeah. it from uh, Bowie. Bowie was doing some weird shit back in the day. Oh sure, but man, it was a really good. Uh, really good doc on twisted sister they have a pretty cool history of that band coming up and it was very interesting new york band um all the shit they were trying to do you know it's like it was uh yeah it was basically uh i think it was they were influenced on bowie and just like thought that was wild and do that it was funny they were like showing these clips of their their early shows and they were like at these you know fucking grungy ass bars with biker dudes and like we're gonna die (laughs) 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 i'm up here in nylons and you know high heels and i'm gonna get killed right oh my god imagine those those kind of risks man back in the day in new york when new york was new york new york yeah Jesus, if you hear a bunch of panning here, I promise it's my Daisy dog, not the topics at hand. <laughs> God, Daisy, go get a drink. Um, Did you have her outside with you? <laughs> no, she just freaking, I think she wore herself out doing circles trying to figure out where the best place to sit is. This dog's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to call this Wild Kingdom, too. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many. And when you said Warlock, and, and that just takes me right back to all these albums. I want to. I wish that we could play little clips because, like, you were messing with me that day on that Molly Crew song. Yeah, I got so many. I'd love to play for you because they're just little one. Like we talked about before, like Leather Wolf. I mean, just totally. Oh, I would fucking say, good pick, dude. Um, and as yeah, we're talking like, about them, that will be playing underneath. I'll do it. This yeah, will take me a while like, to, to produce, but it's it's worth so it. So many that were Great from band. that era. Great there was, fucking uh, band. I, I want to say there's another one called Hurricane. Hurricane um, Black familiar. and Blue. Black and Blue. We talked about that one before, just for a, yeah. a moment. You, you were, we were talking about like what were those uh, bands that kind of didn't quite make it, but were good. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's I'm telling you, the one and, and blue, I told definitely. you before, Shotgun Messiah. If yeah, you go back and yeah, listen yeah. to that album. There's some great shit on that, and that thing is produced. I mean, it sounds really, really good. And um, Heartbreak Boulevard is the song to put under this. <laughs> Heart- Heartbreak Boulevard. 
Yeah. Shotgun Messiah, who was, did they ever move on or was there a I singer? I don't think so. They, I think they had two albums that I, I mean, maybe they went on, but it, I just the one was uh, their main one and it never even a hit. Uh, oh, another band, Love Hate. Um, Love I don't know if you ever remember them. They were cool. Blackout in a Red Room. Oh, Blackout oh. in a Red Room. Right? Something right. like that? Yeah. Dude, I'm yeah. a fucking singer. I didn't know. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> Is it legal to sing it? Because we could really fuck this up. <laughs> we'll never be able to show our faces around town right? ever again. <laughs> uh, did you ever get any? Uh, yeah, Black and Blue, fantastic band. This is this reminds me of the time we were uh, probably hanging out the most, too, because I think this is what our going to the movies days and oh, then yeah. finding bands like this. Because, yeah, there was definitely, I think it was a Crocus era Oh, uh, sure. Black and blue, fantastic, but never really made it. It was the beginning of yep. uh, Great White, that kind of era. Yeah. Yeah. God, it was a lot of fun back then. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I, you know what I should do if I should have done this from the garage? I got all my cassette tapes out there in a rack. It probably blow your mind. Oh, did you did you keep all your shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> those are coming back. It's funny you mentioned that. They're, those are coming back as of like right now. It's a hot thing right now to be having tapes. So if you're thinking, no of, thinking of a time to sell blue, this might be it. Right. Well, I'd tire, like to bro. sell my CDs because that's the ones that seem to be dead weight. I, I don't have a CD player. I barely have a fucking cassette player because what happens, I'll tell you, um, that I have this rack of them out there. And I don't know if it's being in the garage or the hot and the cold, Yeah. but I'll put them in. And they sound they sound muddy, but it, what it winds up being is the cassette player. If I just clean the head, yeah, and, you know, what I mean, just take a Q-tip and alcohol, it'll they'll clean right up. But I don't know if these tapes are getting it dirty or if it's the garage. It's just condensed, you know what I mean? But it, I'll put them in and it'll sound okay. Then it'll go to shit. I'll clean it. It'll come back and I don't know. But dude, talk about a shit era when we went from tapes to CD. I mean. Uh, CDs suck, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you scratch them. T- I mean, you get a fucking hair on the thing. And skip <laughs> in. And it just, it, they're so sensitive. I mean, uh, yeah, was there a sound quality difference, I suppose, but were they awkward in size and, you know what I mean? They were like annoying. It was nice and small and... Yeah, yeah it was I, just, yeah, it, I, I totally agree because it was, there was such shit... I don't know. They just seemed cheap. The sound sounded compressed and crappy. I don't. I don't. Oh know. yeah. Not a huge fan. <laughs> no, I get it. And, and you'll remember we used to fucking carry our cassettes around in like briefcase looking cases. <laughs> go to your buddy's house. You weren't doing that with CDs. You're carrying an awkward pile of fucking CDs that are slipping all over the place. And, briefcase. We were and, professionals. <laughs> right. Then, then you, then you're like, oh, somebody came with the genius idea to put them in books, like you'd fucking do baseball cards or whatever. And then you guess what? Scratch the shit Scratch out of your shit CDs, out. and they yep. don't fucking work. Yeah. And I know there's people listening right now. They got a damn CD player in their car probably eq player eq tagged underneath their car <laughs> just like oh, oh it's the worst and now you know now you got like apple lossless and spotify and all that shit i mean the the sound is so much better it's like yeah it's like oh, we took a God, weird yes. step back you know it was yeah. convenient and i guess it was probably cheap for them to produce and charge us more for but man it's like what a fucking garbage technology Oh yeah, yeah. We my went mom's from... still pissed though that she don't have a CD. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. 
She like the last two cars she's bought doesn't have a CD player and shit. That's what she will complain her ass off to the dealer. <laughs> like like the dealer is gonna be like, you know what? You're right. We're gonna get you one of them socked right in there if that gets the deal done. You know, yep. ain't one to be had. And I said, mom, you got like four CDs. What, what, what are we worried about here? Well, you know, it's just nice to be able to play. It. But you don't. <laughs> We got you XM. <laughs> Here, here's a flash drive with every song in the world on it. <laughs> yeah, well, how do I use that? What's right, that? yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that's going to be us, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, there's no doubt. I'm already that way. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to learn anything else new right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love trying to get into all the little, uh, try to keep up, you know, I'm the old man that will try and keep up. And at least uh, if I know anything, I might know the lingo, but I might not know how to do it. You know, funny. This, it's funny. Kids. We bring up this. So I, this car I'm working on right now is a Corvette. I just got, it's an older one. It's a 2000. Okay. And it, is that, it's is got that a the CD wedge? player. Damn near. I'm going to have a, uh, yeah, I do have the wedge. <laughs> uh, um, I mean that year it came with a cassette player or a cd so i almost Sweet. had the damn cassette player again i probably would have been better off i gotta plop my tapes in there and cruising on like billy madison in front of the high school they're rolling in fucking <laughs> rocking out where's Squire. my jean jacket <laughs> <laughs> yeah whipping up my collars <laughs> you gotta roll your pants up <laughs> yeah exactly jump out lean against the car like yeah here i am my fucking wedge <laughs> What are you doing with this car? Is this your Corvette, young man? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's uh, is, let me I guess. Let I'm me guess. You traded uh, three cassette tapes <laughs> for this whole car that runs perfectly, right? <laughs> nah, not quite. <laughs> what color is it? What is this baby? It's red. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Red. Yeah. Was this just a impulse buy or good deal? Had to get it. Um, what happened? It's a, you're, you're not usually things. a Corvette Corvette guy, are you, or are you? Oh, I am. Yeah, okay. this is my eighth one, I think. I love Corvettes. Um, <laughs> eighth one. <laughs> yeah, isn't that stupid to say? I mean, I almost embarrassed <laughs> to say I'm a fucking lunatic, but I've, I've had, and this is no lie, I'm, I'm not lying. I mean, you think it's bullshit, but I've had over 100 Mustangs. Holy shit. Is that mind-numbing or what? I mean, that that's just You just talk. turn and burn, baby. And it's, it's not like, what I like about you, too, is that you actually like the cars, too. I know, oh, pe yeah. I know people that, you know, I ain't going to say it's my boss, but you can put it together. But that just get cars <laughs> to have the car and then mm -hmm. to get rid of the car and stuff like that, which is fine, too. I don't, I don't give a shit. Obviously, I ain't going to fucking yuck your yum. You do what you want. But <laughs> yeah. it seems so cool that you, you are, you have been into cars for as long as I've known you. And like, you appreciate them. That oh, is yeah. such a thing with you, man. What started your car fetish, Mr. Pants? You know, probably. <laughs> you know, my dad was always into cars, but not even oh, okay. a, a fraction of what, what I am. You know, I mean, he had them when he was young, so I always seen the pictures. And he had a lot of cool cars. I mean, what would it be, like 65 or I think a 66 Mustang. He had a couple Mopars, Charger, Coronet. I've still got the Roadrunner that he had. It oh, was, uh, that's cool, bro. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, lots of, he'd always had a, an eye for the sportier, you know what I mean? A couple GTOs and stuff like that. So that kind of got me into it. And the fact that, you know, they would like to go to car shows and they would pair up with my, uh, my uncle, 
aunt and uncle and you know they had kids my age my cousins i still talk to and you know we'd we'd pack up and go to big car shows we go to the coin to the street machine nationals and up to jefferson for the big you know oh, okay. and make, make like overnight trips of it back then you know and so it was always kind of i was always there and into them and you know, it's you get geeky on it, right? I mean, I was thinking of this the other day. I like I can look at a car going down the road. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a '69 Chevelle because I can tell by the tail lights and this. I'm like, who Nerd. does that? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, Jesus, you know. But um, I mean, every. I mean, I've I've always been mechanical. I guess. I mean, shit. I mean, as a kid, you played matchboxes and I made models and then I went to bicycles and. I tear fucking bicycles apart and paint them and, you know, just do dumb shit and modify them. Everything was modified. And then it just seemed the natural progression was to, to go into cars. And I started off Chevy, Chevy, Chevy. I mean, it was, I had a Camaro. Um, I had that Camaro when I was 15 and I, I told you that story before that when Jason had his accident, I had this Camaro and a permit. My parents cut me loose with the Camaro to go to Morris Cruise, and otherwise I'd have been with Jason rolling that probe. <laughs> oh, yeah. If anyone hasn't but, heard uh, that story, that was a wild one, Jason. Uh, oh, our, yeah. My buddy Jabu, you've heard on the podcast before, a couple of you. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, the summer of, uh, I believe, Skid Row. 18 Life oh. was pretty pop on the radio. Was it sure. uh, Matt was with him, right? And uh, uh, Jim? I believe so. And yeah. it happened, I don't know if Tom... McGavo was by, I don't know if he lived there or was with them, but I mean, it happened on the road that he lived on. Yeah. They okay. lived on the farm out there, that gravel road. And I don't know if he was with them or I, just that, that's why that name jumps in there. But yeah, there's a, it was carful, I think. Jesus but, Christ. Uh, yeah. And that's the one, uh, well, speaking of a uh, Christy Boyd psychic, I, uh, predicted it. Somebody asked me, cause we, of course, Jason wasn't there, but we were at his house and, <laughs> <laughs> they ask, uh, where's Jason at? I was like, oh, he's probably dead in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> oh, God. There's no shit. Yeah, you can ask anybody who was around that time. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you Holy put shit. it out there, didn't Yeah, no you? shit. I might have made it happen. I manifested it. I got a the- friend that always tells me, why put that out there? Don't put that out there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. Why yeah. should I? I'm that guy, too, man. I'm not, like, now. super woo-woo and shit i was like man i don't need to put any bad juju in anything you know <laughs> so like, let's make this go as good as possible <laughs> oh but what were you saying i'm sorry you were uh, talking about the you oh, were, no. you were a chevy so, guy yeah chevy guy and i mean i had chevy friends that was the cool thing to do and had a couple camaros old chevelles by the time i'd driven i remember it was dempsey over in Plano is where what the dealer was. Yep, yep. God, you know, I don't even know what the hell they were, Dodge, I guess, but they had a used Mustang GT. And I never gave them any thought or checked it out. And I went and drove it. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> and uh what 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 turned you? What was the turn? It was that Mustang. It was I was the just look like the, it was, or the drive. Yeah. What was no, it? it was the drive, the power. It was just it was a different feel. I guess it was stick shift. I most of my cars have been automatics and I could drive stick, but this one was like kind of a, and it wasn't even a great muscle. It was an 85, which is, they're all right. I mean, it's all what you like. But uh, then as I, I kind of had the taste for it. And so the whole story goes that when my, when my grandfather passed away, he left me and my two cousins, like, I forget what it was, like $10,000 a piece or something. Okay. And uh, my cousin, my oldest cousin, he went and bought a Grand National. And then I was the second oldest one. He put the money down. Of course, the Grand National was more than 10000 back then. Right. But I uh, 
found a nice, nice 88 Mustang GT at Newark after I had driven the 85 and decided against it. This happened a few months later. And uh, my dad's like, well, it's your money. You do whatever you I mean, I was 18, 19, I guess. No, I was 19. I was out of school. He let so, you fly uh, with it. He let me fly with it. Yeah. I mean, most would be like, no, you saved that for a down payment on a house. No, I was way too stupid for that. So <laughs> we, uh, we jumped right into buying a nice car, but what, what, so I bought that car and it was gorgeous and I just loved it. And ever since then it was Mustangs, but I, I can't say that because I wound up trading that car for my first Corvette and, uh, <laughs> But I had equity, you know what I mean? So that's right, what, right, that's right. what happened. You know, I kind of rolled with that money a long time because I kept putting it into other cars and I made a little bit and this and that, and then I lost. And, you know, you just kind of, that money's probably still rolling with me. That's so smart. Yeah. so good. Yeah. So, but and my cousin, he, shit, he kept that Grand National until it fucking just rotted into the ground, which is fine. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. it, it, he got his money worth out of it too. And, uh, um, and my other cousin, I, he never, I don't know what he did with his, but I mean, he, I, I imagine it went into a car. He was a Monte Carlo SS guy. So he had that, but, uh, and yeah. What, so anyway, that's that? what kind of started and got me. Cause I mean, you know, the, the question was always like, how do you get such nice cars? That kid's fucking spoiled. His mom probably bought that for him. Nah, I mean, it was given to me, but you it chose. really wasn't, you know I mean? I bought the first one cash, you know what I mean? That car was ten five. I had a little $800 trade in or something. So I got out of there clean with it. And then I was broke. I had this nice car. I mean, I had a job. I've always had a job. Shit, I worked since I was 15, you know, so being like I never had money, but I, I had that, that boost, you know what I mean? So of course that car rolled into, well, I traded this car in 4,000 for the Corvette. Now I'm a 20 year old kid with a Corvette, you know what I mean? But right, how's right. that happen? Right. Yep. But I mean, you get all the, the rumors, but I mean, the truth is I've definitely worked for all of them. Yeah. I've definitely had fuck. At one point, I had a hundred thousand dollars in car debt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Just, How did oh, that God, fucking yes, feel? Just, do you, Do you just, like? Is this like because you you were a bit of a gambler back in the day, right? Oh yeah, not not a lot, right? Really. But I mean, you know that you had a bit of that edge to you, right? Because I remember, oh, yeah. I just remember coming to your place and having a great time playing some blackjack. I don't think we played for any real money. At least I didn't oh, yeah. when I was over there. Always because, always change. Yeah. yeah. But man, I just like, I, I love that about you because you like, like, it's like, you're still playing with house money after all these years because you get it. Like you really get yeah. money. Like, it's like, I'm going to, you know, obviously we all fuck up, but it was just like, it seems like you've had a, this good relationship with money. It's like, I know what I got. I know what my shit's worth. I'm going to turn it around for this. And you keep having fun with it you know it's like why oh, yeah. do you think you've had like so many cards and stuff like that like do you have anything that you've kept from the get-go as far as cars besides your pops grand national is it grand national my dad's got the roadrunner yeah, roadrunner okay the roadrunner. all right yeah no i haven't kept any they come back around um they're just a you know if you got the eye for it i mean so the the real play this last one i had just bought and, and made some money on was it, you know, I know what it was. It's worth a bunch of money in factory form, but it, okay. it, it wasn't. It had all the bunch of modifications on it that are worth money. But the guy gave me all the factory pieces with it to put it back. Oh, so I'm my. thinking, well, if I put it back to stock, I've got this. I got all these parts for free. But it's a lot of work. So then I thought there, I, there's another guy that's just like me in that sense that he really has a, an eye for him. And he, uh, 
you know, he, this one was right up his alley. I mean, this one was really the, the holy grail of Mustangs. It, it was the color. It was the style. It was what everybody wants. It's the year. It's the right interior. So I knew it was a home run, you know. What, what's the and, home run? What is this model and color and everything? It's a 93 Calypso color. So it's like a mint green, which you think sounds horrible. But there's like a cult following for this color. And back in the day, I wouldn't even have the color. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't even keep it or drive it. I just I, I knew it was a a, a good one to get in and out of, you know what I mean? Okay, so gotcha. it, it was just like, listen, this thing's going to sell without even trying. And it did. I mean, I told one guy, he was begging me for it and come down here and paid me exactly what I wanted. You know what I mean? It just, oh, nice. yeah. And I, I let him do all the work. I was like, listen, here, it's got this, it's got this. Cause I had thought about it and there would have been a little more money to be had, but we're in the hot season. I'm busy. You know what I mean? It's just like, this thing's going to take me months to fucking, I, I straightened out some shit on it that was wrong and Worked you know, it got out. it, got it right. But it was just, you know, I could have made more, but it was just, eh, you know what? I, I kind of, I had the hankering for the Corvette and this is a good deal too. You know what I mean? I can get in this one and drive it a while and get out and be safe. And that, that's the key is don't, don't go to a dealer and just, you know, pay them what they want, plus the taxes, all the juice, you know what I mean? It just, you got to find the deals, you know what I mean? And you got to kind of really know the market and it just be smart. You know what I mean? It's got to be desirable. Don't buy a brown Corvette. You know what I mean? It's going to be a lot harder to sell, (laughs) you know, you want to, I learned that a long time ago, the Corvette dealer, you know, because I became friends with him down there and we would wheel and deal and that's how you wind up with eight Corvettes. You know what I mean? Dude, I I just, as soon as you said brown Corvette, I remember this brown Corvette and like, what a turn. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What a good fucking uh, analogy there. (laughs) Yeah. It's just got to be, you know, sometimes neutral is better. I mean, like, but he always told me, listen. Corvettes, black, white, or red. That's all you want. Don't don't fucking get anything else if you want to sell it because then you're going to get people that are too, you know, green is, it, you know, some people might love it, some people hate it. You right, know what I mean? Right. So it's like you'd rather have the one that everybody can deal with, I mean, because it's popular and this and that. So, I mean, out of my eight, I've had, well, probably five red ones, a couple yeah. blacks, and a white. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Do you look at getting these, uh, cars as like i'm going to be getting rid of it eventually like yes, like that kind of a short term like you know what this is cool and it's going to be cool for now and you're going to have a blast but eventually i'm going to get rid of this motherfucker for at least what i got into it at the very least and move yes. on to another car that's so wild yep. that's such a cool and weird mindset i've always dug that about you too same shit just like why does he, th- why don't I think like this? Why do I buy the piece of shit forest green fucking Thunderbird piece of shit? <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's so smart. <laughs> it's funny. So, I mean, I, I'd like to say no, because listen, I, the, the goal is, you know, you get something you love and keep it. Right. But I, I like a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? I, I just, you know, like, I like Mustangs. I like Corvettes. I like Camaros. Chevelle, I mean, I like it all, but I mean, what I really would like right now is a brand new Corvette, but my pocketbook says I do not need a hundred thousand dollar car. <laughs> you know I mean? Those do look pretty hot too. <laughs> right. It, it, but the, and then the, the thing is the market kind of drives you there, right? Because what I really, really want would have been like a, they call it a C6 style. So it'd be like, you know, an, a 10, 11 uh, Corvette Grand Sport, which is you know, the only thing different. I mean, they got a better motor, but they got like a wide body kit and big wide tires and they just, they look super badass. but okay. used those things are $40,000. You know what I mean? And, and there's, they're freaking 
old. I mean, it's 2011. You can't you can't keep calling that old, Brian. It's yeah, hurting my feelings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, old in the sense that it's harder than hell to get a loan for. A bank looks at you like, yeah, no, you need to buy something that's a 21 or 20. And, you know what I mean? Otherwise, you're paying 15% interest and, you know, four-year loan. And a, you got a $1,000 car payment on a $40,000 car that's fucking old. <laughs> so, oh, that's so it, You know what I mean? It, 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 so, it really, that's what I'm saying. The market kind of drives you to the new one. Yeah. And I didn't realize it. I mean, you see them all the time for sale for $100,000. And but you can buy a base model Corvette, which believe me, I'm a Corvette guy. You, me, and anybody else seeing that go down the street is not going to know that you're in the cheap one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it still gotcha. looks like a fucking Ferrari coming at you, and you're like, wow, <laughs> it, it commands your attention, right? But you can actually get them out the door for like sixty nine, seventy thousand dollars, which is a ton of money. Yep. I mean, but that's what you pay for a pickup truck these days. Yeah, you you're damn right. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like it isn't that out of reach. So, and then if you look at just the payment, which you should never, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> but you're still, it's $1,000 a month for a, a brand new Corvette or $1,000 a month for a, you know, 14, 13, 12-year-old car. You know what I mean? So what wow. are you going to do? But. Very the 2000 smart. is neither of them. <laughs> it, it, it's just a, it's just a nice bright red Corvette that tickles my fancy for the summertime. And unfortunately I did that. I mean, the price was nice on this one, but the, the, the purchase was not smart because you buy them in the winter and you sell them in the summer. You know what I mean? This is, but unfortunately I have a soft spot for the Corvettes and I want one in the summer. Yeah. Know? So that just makes sense. Right. Here I am. Is, so, uh, I got to ask, just to bring us off the cars, but before uh, before we do that, I got to ask, have you ever messed with the imports? Like, a, a, I don't know if I'm saying it right, like a Porsche or something like that? Yes, I had, uh, well, the, the the big import is the, the twin turbo Supra, right? So that's what everybody wants is the, oh, okay. I mean, uh -huh. well, of course they want a Porsche. I've had a, a BMW and I really like some of the BMWs, but Audi, they're just so damn expensive to fix. Okay. I mean, if you, and the thing is, is, Okay, so I had an Audi A8, and this car new was like $80,000. I bought it used, obviously, for like fifteen. dollars Yeah, oh, I mean, wow. so it's, they, they plummet so hard when they get to like the 100,000-mile mark because everybody knows that money's coming. Money's coming, uh, right? Okay. And I learned it the hard way on that one, which ultimately got me in another Corvette. Because <laughs> 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 I, I was driving it, and it was an amazing car. You know, it's all-wheel drive, V8, had nice horsepower. It was like sport and luxury. Just just a fucking awesome. And the, the stereo in this car, Jim, is old. I mean, yeah. I say old again, but, I mean, it wasn't a new Audi. It, but, I mean, the stereo in this thing was amazing. It was like a... Uh, the hell was it? Harman Kardon. Okay, and it yeah, was just it had real. like fucking 12 speakers or something bag is surround sound, all kinds of shit. But I mean, you, that thing was amazing. Just factory subwoofers and just it, it sounded like you're at a concert inside of it. Right. So and that mechanically speaking, are they just like, do you think they're superior? Is it bad? Is like really some workmanship going into these motors and everything like that? Is it, does it, does so that translate? They're superior in every way, really. I mean, oh, wow. it, it, they really are. I mean, the way it's Ryan hates America. It, you heard it here first, y'all. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, there, there's nothing cheap feeling about it. The doors shut right, the windows close tight. I mean, it's just, everything about it feels better when you're in one. Oh, okay. Until your your pocketbook does not feel better when it. Like, so for instance, this was back in the day. Today, it's probably an average price repair, but um, I was driving it and it had a automatic five speed or something, and it would kick in and out of overdrive. He's driving. It's oh, fucking God. annoying, right? Just yeah. terrible. So I take it to the Audi dealer because no transmission shop would touch it. And I just ask, I'm like, listen, what would it cost to get this thing gone through? I don't know what's wrong with it. Maybe it's a solenoid. Maybe it's a part. Maybe it's a transmission. Oh, yeah, no, these aren't serviceable. You're going to need a new transmission. There's, oh. <laughs> there's not one in the United States. It's going to have to come from Germany. And it's oh, going to be $7,500 plus shipping. And that's no labor. That's just the transmission. I'm like, this is when okay. Brian had his first heart attack. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, I literally drove it down the road and traded it for a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did. I took it. That's literally, awesome. I the, the, the Audi dealer was in Naperville. I drove to Downers Grove and found a Corvette. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking to get in a sports car. And they didn't notice the transmission. And I got the hell out of there with the Corvette. So. You dirty dog. You dirty dog. Somebody you else's problem. <laughs> And I always feel good about that because I know dealers <laughs> fuck you around all the time anyway. So it's like, Blue, this is my I, I way fucking, of serving the karma back. I, I love your honesty. It is so great. <laughs> so fuck them. Fuck them because That's they right. fuck them everybody. Did you ever, did you ever work for a, a car dealership or anything like that? Oh God. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, never I, sold I couldn't them. remember. Okay. That, that to me was the sleaziest. And I, I, I apologize to all my car salesman friends. Cause I know that it's not all of them, but I mean, you hear the stories, man, and it's just like I and, it, and once you understand the money, yeah, it's so bad, Jim. I okay. mean, it is just so they get you every fucking direction that they can. You know, what I mean, they kill you on the trade in, they kill you on the markup, they kill you on the interest rate, they make money on the interest rate. So they'll it's it, it just crazy. I mean, because wow. I've had friends that have been finance managers and, you know, really learned the ins and outs of it. And, I mean, you wouldn't believe how it goes, man. They, they make a bunch of money. You know, when you get in the finance office and it's like, hey, so let's talk about rust-proofing and ceramic coat. <laughs> they make a fortune on that shit. I mean, and you're like, you know, most people are like, oh, yes, yes, praise, protect my new car. I love yep, it. You know yep, what I mean? And, yep, playing my stupid he, heartstrings. Yeah, you walk out of there with another eighty dollars tacked on your payment, and that 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 guy that just sold you all that makes that's how he makes his money. You know what I mean? Yeah. They also make their money by selling your loans to you know what I mean. Like they'll have deals. Let's just call it. This one is the one that blew my mind, right? So let's just say it's Capital One is running a special this month, and you know they'll run it through Capital One even if it's two percent higher then they could get you through GMAC because guess what? They're getting a kickback from Capital One that month for if you get $100,000 of financing, you personally wow. get a $1,000 check. So really? it's, oh yeah, it's definitely, definitely good to know your shit. And at least at the very least, I mean, it, it is very easy to go to a dealer and buy the cars, right? I mean, yeah. sign and go, but do the research. I mean, and I'm not saying you even have to go to your bank and, you know, but it's really easy to jump on your bank's website and see their current rates. I mean, if they're 3.9 and the dealer's selling you the best they can do is 5.9, at least you can say, listen, man, I bank here. Here it is. They're telling me 3.9 and just, just see how quick that conversation turns. Well, let me see what we can do. We can do, nah. we can probably do better than the five. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you go in there, that will fucking get you 
every direction. And I, I feel bad. I feel bad for people that just don't know. You know what I mean? And it then just you're talking to me because that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's brutal. I mean, and, and that's just it. I mean, I learned it, and I, I was like, God, that feels dirty. So then I know it, and I dove more into it, and that's where the money part comes from. You know, what I mean, I do like think I'm a little. I'm terrible at saving it. But I, I like spending it. In a yeah, you sound just like my way, brother. So. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's the same way. I just remember, like like you, my brother was always good at you know getting the newest, hottest truck. He'd have a new truck every two years, you know, and you know truck, truck. So yeah. it's just like I remember one time, I think it was at the, the local sandwich dealership, Jovic, that he uh they mm-hmm. he finally got the deal he wanted after you know he would spend a day just berating, harassing fuck you, oh, yeah. you know, and coming back, but he would always get his deal. And then this one guy promised him a fucking hat or something like that and didn't give it to him at the end. So oh. if anyone knows my brother on this thing, he pulled in front of the doors of the place and blocked the entrance. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> laughing because he knows my brother yes. <laughs> and did not leave for like hours. Until they figured out how to get him a hat, a new hat, two hats, really quick. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's like every time with that shit. But you, and I hate to be that guy, but you have to be a dick to get the right price, right? Not even a dick. You have to be smart. Is that yeah. how you would do it? Because I, yeah. I am not that guy. I remember, Brian, I went to buy this GMC uh uh, Sonoma, whatever truck, bullshit like that. And the guy's talking and talking and talking. I'm just getting wore down. I'm like, dude, I go, I've got 12 more minutes. You could sell me yeah. this car in 12 minutes. I'm going to fucking take it and leave. <laughs> so you can imagine what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My, but I was just uh, yeah, so no. tired. I'm like, oh, I don't care, man. Just fucking just, oh, yeah. uh, we're, I, you know, let me get the manager to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like just sell me the fucking truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I had, I've had a dealer and I'll, I don't mind saying who was Ron Westfall. I was so fucking mad. They took my keys and wouldn't give them back. I was like, listen, give me my fucking keys. I said, this is ridiculous. I might have to call the fucking police. I'm not buying your goddamn car. You're pissing me off with this key situation. Oh you know, I'm like, that, that is, that was so, this was back in the day. They're yeah. probably much better now, but I mean, this was, I was pissed. I mean, it's like, Jesus. seriously, you're going to fucking, you think I'm going to buy the car because you're not giving me my keys? You know, no. <laughs> you're going to hold me hostage. I'm going to be fighting in a second here or the fucking cops are going to be here to get my keys. So give me the fucking keys back. I never went back there after that. It was nuts. Wow. That is such a wild, I mean, there, that, that you just got to believe, I mean, especially back in the day, it's got to be cocaine and money. I'm like, something, something is just <laughs> like, why are they so fucking shark like for those cars they they must make that much fucking money huh and get bonuses and whatever for oh yeah getting rid it's, of stuff yeah, I mean, you, you always hear shit. it like us normies will like like oh they're gonna get this and this and this you know because we're talking out of our asses but what yeah. it's just must be they get such kick kickbacks yeah on uh they, all sorts of shit yeah well they 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 make just a, such a base it's basically enough to eat you know what i mean it's not enough to survive so they're they're hungry you know what oh, I mean? that's gotcha. kind of the key good, in sales I mean, they'll give them yeah. they'll, they'll give them you know twelve dollars an hour for a, a base pay you're you're there right you can get paid for it, but you're not getting paid a bunch you gotta sell them cars you know what i mean and it, I, and back to that story about i mean i feel really bad but here's another example i bought a new mustang back in 18, 19, I guess it was left over 18. Okay. And I bought it through Apache and my friend and your friend, Jonica works there. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. 
and I tried to deal with her, and I mean, we went back and forth freaking ten times. And I mean, I love Jonica; she's great, yep. right? I mean, and she's a good friend. But it was just I wasn't gonna. I wanted what I wanted, you know yeah. what I mean? And I wanted the payment to be X amount of dollars. And I said, listen, I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna buy a car, Jonica. I, you, you see, I'm already pre-approved. I went onto the Ford side and got pre-approved. And that's when you really get their attention. Right? They know it's they all, got it's all ready to go. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, this thing, I got the best deal on this car ever, right? And it was thanks to her over time. But I mean, w- once you did that, and I didn't know that, if you lay low, like you go in there and get pre-approved and don't buy something for a couple weeks, Ford sent me like a $1,500 certificate saying, hey, we see you're interested. If you're still looking, you got an f- additional $1,500 credit towards <laughs> this car. I'm like, sweet. So now, I'm, now it really put me where I wanted to be payment-wise and everything else. But there was one similar to it down in El Paso at that Ford dealer. And I drove by it all the time for work. So it wasn't like out of my way to go to El Paso. Perfect. They were like $8 a month cheaper. I wanted to buy the one at Jovix because they had one option that that one didn't. And it, it, the prices were the same. It's just like one had black wheels and one had the exhaust I wanted. You know what I mean? It right. just, but I was like, listen, Jonica, you can get that down eight more dollars. I'm buying it, but I'm not paying you. It's $8 a month. It's a fucking cheeseburger. Basically, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I was just, I didn't need the car, but I wanted it. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, and I was going to get it, but, and she came, it took weeks and she finally like, Brian, are you ready to buy that car? I said, are you ready to come down eight dollars? Like, yes. Come here. I'll get the paperwork ready. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. But you got to be patient. I mean, it's, and, and you, you can't show that you're anxious. You know yeah. what I mean? You go in there and you're like, oh, fuck, I love this car. You know, then they know. This like, is the like, one. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to pay for this thing. <laughs> oh, that's so good, dude. What a fucking good. Li- hey, dude, I think we, uh, we might've t- uh, taught some people some shit today on hey, maybe yeah, buying their next absolutely. car. Not me. <laughs> I'll, I'll totally video the next one. It'll be done in three minutes and I will pay $300,000 for an old Subaru. But <laughs> I ain't got Funny. the patience. But dude, that's perfect. I think we, I think we did a good pod right there, buddy. Yeah, I think so. Maybe yeah. let's, uh, and then next time you'll buy a car, come see Brian and Jim. We'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will take care Better of yet, you come to millington and buy one. <laughs> <laughs> oh perfect brother well hey man thank you man i know it's a uh, sunday and you got shit to do you got a corvette to work on but uh thanks yes. for uh hanging out brian Nah, likewise been fun as usual all right brother well yeah we'll put some uh, good music under this pod would you all right i'll try if not then the, <laughs> if the pod comes out way too quick then you know i didn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right brian blue uh this is for brian blue and jimmy flair so another truth uh you guys i don't know man just like keep doing what you're doing blue we're getting more people listening uh no, tr- try and encourage these people blue to uh actually talk to us something yes come on no for sure we gotta get them on yeah i know it's like we'll talk to anybody we're crazy <laughs> we have good deals <laughs> right good deals good deals <laughs> well yeah get a hold of me obviously 815-83-1077 just leave a message because i never answer my phone and uh on facebook get a hold of us talk some shit maybe you know more than blue i doubt it no god i'm sure they do pretty much anybody off the street would, he's, yes. he's being <laughs> humble folks and uh yeah cool man and yeah uh within a couple of weeks blue we'll get a hold of you again i know you've been playing a lot so i've been trying not to get up your booty hole about uh jumping uh-huh. on but uh, i yeah, appreciate got it a little, small little break here coming up no it's always a blast being on here thank you all right blue thanks again and have a good night brother take care yeah bye-bye bye 
All right. We did it again, y'all. Okay. Yeah. There was definitely uh, some songs on there, some talk about uh, cars, which is something I'm not really interested, but I love that Blue is so passionate about it. And uh, he does. He has so many, you know, the kid is the kid. (laughs) Yeah. He's as old as me. We're kids. Great ideas on how to uh, maybe purchase your next car or maybe not get screwed as much as you usually do. Don't get uh, all sad like Jim does and just tell him to go for a world record and screw in yourself. <laughs> and, uh, to yeah, obviously to the people wheeling and dealing those cars, yeah, nothing but love. Hey, man, get yours, get as much as you can. That seems like the way to go. But, man, I hope you guys had fun with this one. This was a blast for me because I love, you know, when you're passionate about something, you talk about it, and it goes really quick. And that was an hour and almost 10 minutes, already gone. I will try and edit this to throw some music on underneath. All right, and it's a few hours later, and I forgot I was talking to Brian. So for him to try and send me something over the internet, as far as the song, we'll probably at least take, till, take until the next time he comes on. So we will hear from the Five Star Fools when uh, Blue is on with us again in another couple weeks. All right, guys, have a great summer. <laughs>